Mature-Minded Gamers here to bring you another fantastic podcast. We cover board games, video games, and all things geek. Make sure you check out our website, MatureMindedGamers.com. Hey everybody, it's Eric from the Mature-Minded Gamers. Today we're talking about Might and Magic Chess Royale. Going to drop into early access on January the 30th. I've got an early copy and I've been playing it for the last couple of nights and I am in love with it. It mixes two of my favorite new genres of Battle Royale and Battle Chest and it puts it in a quick 15 minute package that is fun, fast, and just a, a lot of a lot of fun casual moments, I guess. So if you're familiar with the Battle Chest uh, type games, they're, they're pretty casual where you just kind of buy units and put them into play and they battle against the other, whoever your opponent is, and you can move them around and they have different synergies with each other and different effects and abilities. And you level them up by buying multiple copies of the units, which is all pretty standard. But in this one, they mix it in with some battle royale. There's instead of the typical, I think 20 players is what you normally see. There's a hundred players all thrown in together. Only have three life. So as soon as you lose three matches, you are out. So people drop really fast, and it allows the game to flow really fast. You may not face the the other best enemy, obviously, until the end, which is really nice. The 100-player the thing is really cool. I, I like how you get a bonus when you slay somebody, um, which I haven't seen before. Is that in any of the other ones, Ryan? You've played more battle chess games than I have. I mean, uh, I mean, you get a momentum going. Uh, when you, what do you mean by slay, though, I guess? Like... Put the final kill in, not just win the particular match. Right. When you actually eliminate them, you get three extra gold. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. That's not in. I mean, Underlords is the one I play the most. And no, it's not in Underlords. I didn't think it was. I know you played more than I have, though. Uh, this this game, like I said, it's in early access and they have a, a roadmap out and they're going to add a lot more to it. There is a leveling system and it's very basic right now. But man, I'm like I said, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I can't wait. There, there's no, nothing with teams, though, which is one downside. Um, you you all go in individual, which makes sense when you're playing with 100 players. There's not really any way to work together besides you being in the same match, I guess. Um, but I think I did read that they were um, working on that. So they will get that implemented where we can actually be in the same match and then uh, just, you know, play against each other, basically, which it's always fun to play with people and, you know, talk smack back and forth. So in the Dota game, you could queue in together and you could all guarantee yourself in the same match. You can't do that in this one? No. Nope, it's completely single player right now. They they want to add that in the future, I think, though. Ah, uh, okay. Makes sense. It's also only on the Ubisoft launcher right now, but it is going to be on mobile devices. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be on any other computer platforms, though. I feel like the, the clock is always running. Is there like a constant? Because, I mean, in my mind, you said there's three lives for 100 players. That's 300 possible matches for all three of them. And if they're even up, you know, they're splitting up evenly each time, by the end of the first round you know, a third of those lives are going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? Or, or half of the people are going to lose one life. And the next time, half of those people are going to lose either one, they're going to be down to zero lives or, or the other ones are going to be, because there's always a, there's only a win and a loss condition at the end of every match, right? There is actually a draw, but it's very rare. And it's when both the units are, I think the last one's fighting or, or they last a certain amount of time or something. I've only had it happen, I think twice. And it was so, towards the end when it was like the top 10. So we were the big, the big guys playing each other. But you are right. There is a 30 second timer, but it doesn't feel, I mean, at first you feel rushed because you're trying to learn all the cards. But after that, it feels, it feels about right. It feels about like um, 
uh, Dota Underlords and stuff, where you know you're on a, you're on a timer, but it's not terrible as long as you're not trying to do a bunch of actions in one turn. And the other thing that I forgot to mention that on this game, Ryan, is they have spells in it, so you can actually buy spells and they last for so many rounds. I think nine rounds is what all of them last right now. Um, so if you want to invest gold, it's a pretty big investment. But they do. I think there's six different spells, and they all do quite a bit different things. So depending on your team build, you may want to get one that beefs your melees up, or you may want to get one that beefs up your mages, like put silence on the enemies and stuff like that. So that's a, the other twist, I guess. So would you say, like, compared to the Underlords, which auto auto chess is very similar to Underlords, but uh, um, w- would these spells take the place of the relics that are in Underlords, or do they take the spells of the they take the place of uh, like the I, you said I know you said there's um, what what am I thinking um, uh, the synergy between the units the, yeah the synergies um, it doesn't necessarily take the place it would be more like the relics I would guess because the synergies are about the same I would say they're almost less powerful in might and magic than, than they are in underlords so like it's 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 really good to have multiple units but at the same time it's not required there's not any kind of text chat but there's yeah, emotes and pre canned. Uh, messages you can send so you know you see those pop up from other players every once in a while is is positioning on the board as big a deal as it is in underlords i would say it's bigger to be honest uh, I, or at least the same it, it, i'm still early on i've only had it for two days so i'm still learning everything but it is very important I, and there has been a couple times where it was me and one other person playing and we were the only two left and i think one time he had two life and i had three life and um, he beat me, and I moved my guys around, and I just stomped him. And, you know, that happened in Underlords a lot, too, or a unit would trigger their all at the right time. Um, and th- that's part of this game, too. Hmm, I'm excited to hear. I'm, I'm, uh, other than, like, the, I mean, I don't, okay, in every other game, when you have, like, a, a, a health pool, you could lose several games and only lose by a couple of hit points, and, and basically extend your, you, you could lose a long time. I mean, in Underlords, getting a losing record, and getting the loser bonus is, is a, a strategy within itself. So it, I, I'm a little nervous about three three losses and you're out, but if it speeds everything up and and obviously the loser strategy isn't part of the meta, then I guess uh then I guess it's it'd be uh probably balanced in such a way. I, balance is the hardest thing I've seen in all these games, whether it's auto chess or or underlords. So as long as they're putting focus and interest on keeping those cards relatively the same so you're not drawing this you know trying to create the same deck each time i'm interested it is pretty balanced they do have dragons that are pretty powerful but i have one without i've got first without even having any dragons and my opponent did but at the same time i have i there there was a game i was playing the other day where i had lost twice early and it was not looking good and then i got a real rare dragon with only a two percent drop rate and i bought him and then i i think i ended up getting first in that round to be honest that whole match i mean um from there on i just was able to steamroll just kept building, getting cards I needed. So uh, they are really powerful. You can get them early, but I think that's with all the elite units, to be honest. Is there like a interest mechanic where the more money you have, the more money you get, or is that is that more balanced? Nope, it is way more balanced. There's no interest. I don't think there's any winning streak gold. It does tell you, the opponent you're playing, how many wins they've had, and it tells you, but I don't think you get any kind of bonus for it. You do get a bonus gold once um, people start getting eliminated. So like the top... 75 the top 50 the top 10 but everybody who's in there gets that gold let me ask you as far as like when you bought that dragon or when you got the dragon you unlocked him did you feel like it's so much randomness as far as what characters you get so you're guaranteed to win because you got that one pull 
Mm, not, I mean, not guaranteed a win. The dragon early on that early is super powerful. So yes, but I, I kept getting other good cards to build to, to finish it off. Having a dragon is not going to guarantee a win for you um, after, you know, the mid game, basically you're going to, you have, you have to have built other cards around it to support him. Uh, so no, but I mean, randomness is a factor in battle chess games and that's in this game too, but I feel like I get less, I get less bad randomness. I, I, I guess my luck has been better. Maybe I feel like my luck is better in battle chess. I feel like it's more strategic than it is based off luck. Last two questions for me. Mm -hmm. First, um, I'll just ask them both. You can answer them as your leisure. Um, first, the, uh, would you say there's more characters or less characters, which would affect the randomness of how often we get you, you pull certain cards. And the second question is tell me about the art style because might and magic has never been like, it's like that pseudo to me, it's that pseudo sort of generic, not, you know, sort of generic D and D sort of art style, which I don't mean it in a negative way. It's just sort of, everything looks very vanilla. You know what I'm saying? They actually kind of stuck with that a little bit as far as the art style goes. Um, the units are pretty cool looking though, and the dragons are neat, but it is, it does feel like a might magic game. So it does kind of stick that way. And right now there's 25 different characters in the game. Do you feel like you're getting the same characters over and over and over like you were in Dota? Uh, does, yes. that, does that play into factor? Like do you, when you get the same one, do you, do you use the same cards to level them up? Yes. That is how you level them up. And it, it's kind of, I mean, it's a lot like Dota Underlords in the fact that if somebody else is using a unit, you're obviously not going to get that many. Like there's still a limited number of every every one of the units, and there's obviously more commons, and you know all that stuff is works the same way as the other battle chess games. So there's 25 units, and there is six different classes for for the units. So like the dragons, there's four different dragons, for instance. There's usually, there's four of about everything, um, except for the guardians, which there's five of, and th there's four of all the rest right now. But I'm excited to play some more. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it and check it out yourself. Um, I think you guys are going to both really like it a lot. So I'm going to be streaming this live on my channel. I already have a video up on YouTube. Uh, if you'd like to check it out, we are the Mature Minded Gamers. You can check out our website for our podcast, our board game, and video game reviews. Thanks for listening, and have yourself a great day.